Welcome to Dating in the City. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders at our personal matchmaking firm, Matchmakers in the City. Dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as her favorite sisters in Hollywood and one of the matchmakers behind MTV's Are You the One, we have been celebrity matchmakers for nearly seven years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey guys, and welcome to episode one, season two of Dating in the City. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti Pineda. And we're the Conti sisters, and we can't wait to talk about love and relationships. We are back, and we're so happy to be back. We we had a bit of a long hiatus. Yes, and our podcast used to be called Matchmakers in the City of the Podcast, just in case yeah, just, you were this is a mas- former you're follower. You're in the right place. You're in the right place. We just had a rebrand. A rebrand yeah, of sorts. Right. Um, of just the podcast. Just the, the podcast. still called Matchmakers yeah, in the City. Yeah, just people were getting confused because Matchmakers in the City is like the matchmaking company, um, is our matchmaking company. Um, but yeah, so now we're here with Dating in the City and we're super excited. Um, so much has, has happened, especially this week, and we're going to pop right into um, our first segment, which is the Celebrity Matchmakers Relationship Report. Oh, gosh. So, Christina, I know that... (laughs) So, just FYI for any new listeners, Christina is very, um, how do we say, disconnected? Like, you're you're in young Hollywood, but you're not of young Hollywood. (laughs) That's a great way to describe it. Like, Christina could be right next to, like, Ariana Grande and have no idea who she is. No, I know that. I know that much. I'm not that. Yeah, she's not that inept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But she's pretty removed. She's like. I try to be as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, I can avoid some things. I mean, and I just, you know, can't help myself just being in the thick of, in the thick of it, in the Mm -hmm. thick of things, you know. And people love celebrities. Yeah, people do. Oh my God, people are obsessed. But even I feel like I'm getting a little less, like, I'm just not, like, I don't know who anyone is anymore. But anyway, Mm. so these stories are all about relationships and happenings um, with uh, celebrity relationships and and what we can take from them. So Justin Bieber, Haley Baldwin, um, and Haley Baldwin just got engaged. I'm not sure if you heard of this. What? Wait, did you not know? <laughs> Are you, you really didn't know? I thought he was still with Selena. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, Christina. Because that was recent that no, they no, got no. back together. It was a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, it was a couple months ago. But they were... They, so the, I know the, oh, whole, wow, the scoop is they were like enabling each other with drugs. Ooh. Yeah, it's really bad. Like they had just a really, they were like a toxic relationship. Mm. But Haley and Justin, they go to the church. Oh, they go, the well, they go to Hillsong now. Okay. But remember, so guys, um, me and Christina are pretty active in like our various church communities. Mm-hmm. And um, there is this church that used to meet at the Montage in Beverly Hills every Wednesday night and it was known for being like the top secret like celebrity church um, and it really was um, it was kind of more of like a, a, a like a non-denominational Christian thing but this is where the Kardashians would go um, Kylie I know all all of them would always be there Justin Bieber was always there and when we went it was it, I mean it was yeah, like a lot ridiculous of the Miss America's the oh my God, Miss us. of the country oh, Lord um, so yeah, so they used to go there, but now they're really active in Hillsong. And that's still, that, Judah Smith is, 
Oh yeah, it was Judas Smith. Yeah, Judas. It's still yeah. going. It's just at the Savant Theater now. Oh, they moved it. Yeah, they, it got really big, and oh. they moved it to the Savant Theater. That's what I think. That's what I've heard. Oh, so the maybe that is what they're going Possibly. to. Possibly. But anyway, I actually really love this relationship because um, Justin and Haley are. Um, they're like. I think that they bring out the best in each other, as opposed mm. to Justin and Selena, where they're like in downtown LA buying drugs. Mm. So, um, but anyway, that's not even what the story is about. Wait, so just this quick is question. old news. Just for people who are more like me, yeah, weren't Justin and Haley dating before, and then they this is a back together yeah. type thing? Yeah. Because I remember he had officially made this person his girlfriend. I didn't know that was her name, but that yeah. sounded familiar. Okay. And then they broke up. He got back with Selena. Yeah. And okay, so Something I'm just like understanding. That. I don't the... really know. I think he's a hot mess. But um, but anyway, that's not even like the point okay. of this um relationship or right. report. But so Justin and Haley, they just got engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ariana Grande and Pete Pete oh god Pete Davidson. So Pete Davidson is this rando from Saturday Night Live, and he. <laughs> Sorry. That's so mean. Whatever. I'm just being real. <laughs> what if you were on I'm SNL? So sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. You a <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but it's just, <laughs> no, he's, I mean, he's been in a few other movies as well. He's, he's level B. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible, but I'm just being real. It's like Ariana Grande is like the queen. <laughs> and then she's just so, I mean, you know. But anyway, so they just got engaged as well. And they got engaged really quickly. So both of these couples got engaged really quickly. So young Hollywood is just getting engaged really quickly. Why is this a trend? Just being like kind of behind the scenes, like in our position of working with a lot of um, celebrities and a lot of, um, you know, these people. Why do we think that, you know, celebrities are just getting engaged after like, I don't even, like Ariana and Pete were dating for like a month or like two months or something like really little time and Justin and Haley they were on again off again but like you know so why do we think that this is a trend I was just extremely surprised I know by you're this shocked you're, so, you're still in like <laughs> shock because you just wouldn't think that people these they just have the world at their fingertips they're approached by some both Yeah. couples, I'm sure, are approached by so many people. So you assume that they have tons of options. They don't want to shut off any options. But that gets old. Exactly. And if we've learned anything just working in this industry for seven years and working with people who do have tons of options all the time, right? Um, it gets old. Right. And being, you know, what is it? The top is lonely. It's lonely at the top or something oh. like that. Mm-hmm. What is that phrase? It's lonely at the top. It's like, it yeah, it's only at the top. And I think yeah, that... I think that's the that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And I think that we, though, we do see that. And I think that the pendulum, with everything in life and with society and with culture, it's all a pendulum. I feel like, remember Mr. Hmm. Fuchs, eighth grade social studies? Hmm. He talked to us about how society is a pendulum. So it's either going really far one way, but it has to come back. So with all the dating apps, with all mm. the online, with the swiping, with the DMs, with the Instagram, right. the this, the that, it's just the pendulum has swung so far to right. the left right. that it's gotta come back. So I think <laughs> that people are just getting 
they're fed up. And we see it because everyone always asks us. They're like, yeah. you're an old school matchmaking company. Oh, how are you guys in business? <laughs> and we're like, we're doing really well. And not in a snotty way of being like, oh, my God, we're doing so well. Right. I we just don't think, like to talk about you know, we don't just want how successful we right. are. We just, that's not. But, yeah, that's really awkward to yeah. ask and to talk about. But right. but we see it. Like, the the it's it's we can't. We, we see it. I mean, it is getting to a point where these people are just fed up. They have too many options. It's all, um, what is it, the illusion of choice mm-hmm. because no one looks like their photos. No one looks like anything. Like, it's a very shallow connections mm-hmm. that are forming. And I think that people are just craving intimacy now more than ever. And I think that celebrities obviously set the trend mm-hmm. for everything that happens and celebrities for like it's kind of like LA is like the heartbeat of society in my opinion LA and New York but what happens here and what happens with the people here reverberates then Definitely. throughout the country yeah. so I think that we're gonna start seeing the pendulum shift because we're even seeing it with like the you know the people that we're working with and the right. amount of clients that we have we've never had this is insanity yeah. I mean we're bombarded mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. So that's what I think. I think the pendulum is swinging Very to the right. And I think that people are fed up. People want a connection. They want something more. They right. want something deeper. And the first people that, that are really showing that yeah. are Justin, are Ariana, other, these other celebrities that are getting engaged really quickly because they want intimacy, yeah. emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's very interesting that, yeah. and especially if you just look at their careers mm-hmm. and a lot of the songs that they sing, especially Ariana, it's very mm-hmm. much about, you know, just this is degrading as you can possibly get. With <laughs> Do you think it's just, her songs are degrading? Yeah, I mean, she's, it's just. Really? These I don't little even girls. Listen. I don't even listen. I don't no, listen to like her little, stuff she's anymore. Like an I running just, around and nothing. I and I don't mean to criticize her, but she may they may you know have seen the other side yeah, of things and see the ugliness on the other side of it when when it can be glorified and especially in Hollywood culture these very kind of like fake relationships and mm-hmm. all about superficial things and all about sex and it's mm-hmm. just it's this empty at the end mm-hmm. and they probably they went there they saw it yep and they said you know what and they maybe saw this Oz. man they saw the great and right, powerful Oz right. and he they was saw behind the curtain chubby old man chubby old man <laughs> behind that curtain <laughs> right and yeah. maybe for her it was this man really stepped up to the plate and showed yeah. her what a real I don't know I'm making yeah. up things right now and maybe for Justin and Haley they're maybe recommitting to their faith yeah they are actually mm-hmm. so the, in his um in his Instagram posts and um, I I literally I get my news from the morning toast, which is an, an amazing shout out to the literally my favorite podcast slash um, a morning show that I watch, and I literally get my news from that because I don't really I mean I read the news, but it's really depressing. So I know that the <laughs> ladies I know that the Steens are only getting no, the Steens. I know that um, Jackie and Claudia are only giving me like the positivity and like a little bit of negativity. So like right. the straw situation, but like right. you know, have you heard about the straws? Oh my god, it's it's just it's like straws are um really like taboo to use now like plastic straws you're not supposed to use plastic straws anyway okay but anyway so like I get a lot of my news from that and I remember um 
and yeah, they were talking about how um, Justin um, put in his um, Instagram post about how like they're Christian and they're committing to each other and like wow. he wants to live his life in Jesus and blah blah blah. And, like it was just really nice. It actually was shocking. Um, but I mean, the thing yeah. is also with these celebrities and what we see. Um, I feel like they can be a little drastic. Right. And they have very strong personalities. Yeah. And they have very, they kind of have these mood swings where it's like, this is in the moment. They're so into this. Right. But as we always say, like, the faster you're in, the faster you get out. Yeah, quick in, quick out. Quick in, quick out. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm really excited and I do hope that these relationships last. But from what we've experienced, you know, if someone is love bombing, which is one of the new phrases that is coming up now. So love bombing is basically for the people that don't know what love bombing is. Um, and maybe you have, I feel like you've probably experienced it, but it's basically when someone within like the first date or even before, like just that for you met the first time and they're bombing you with love. It's like, they're telling you everything you want to hear, everything you've mm. always wanted to hear. And you're like, what? You're like, I don't even know this person right you know so that's love bombing <laughs> i know i'm thinking of a <laughs> past situation you don't even know me you don't even know me <laughs> you don't even know me um but yeah so anyway so yeah that's i mean i think yeah i kind completely of, agree yeah. and just one final thought yeah that it has to be the commitment to marriage is a, a lifetime commitment yeah. you're in it and i pray you're in that, that lifetime yes, I commitment am. Yeah. exactly and it's a beautiful commitment yeah. but you pray you you promise to be with the person in the good times and the bad and it does take sacrifice and yeah. you laying yourself your life down for the other person and it's a beautiful but it is a commitment and it takes discipline. Yeah. I pray that both of discipline these couples have that send a prayer. Right. For have, discipline. Because yeah. we do see in Hollywood it is oh, divorce is a very co so common. common and cheating is everywhere. Right. It's ra so rampant. rampant. But we, I but hope no, we're that, exactly. Send a prayer out, Exactly, people. and there are people who get engaged quickly and then yeah. have long, long relationships, but yeah. it just, it's, it's commitment on both parties. Yeah. And we've actually had experience a oh, ton of engagements oh at gosh. Matchmakers in the City recently. We got, we have had so many engagements. Yeah, speaking of engagements, <laughs> I, we forgot to. I think it's engagement season because Possibly. we've gotten so many emails, we've gotten so many notices, yeah. and like sometimes the people that we work with, like sometimes we don't even find out about their, that they get married until we like see them on Instagram. Um, you know. <laughs> That's just, just hashtag part of being a celebrity matchmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag life of a celebrity matchmaker. Right. But, um, no, but yeah, we have seen a ton of engagements. So I really do, I really hope that our generation, and I, I think we are seeing it, though. Like, I think that people who are, you know, they're, people are just fed up with, they, they're like, they see that all the options are not, you know, fulfilling. And right. I feel like, and ladies and guys, like, don't be discouraged if you feel like you're, you know, in the thick of the apps and all of that. Just know that there is a light of, at the end of the tunnel. Um, and you could, too, be engaged to Justin Bieber in a few <laughs> short weeks. Um, great. So moving on to the next. Well, not um, anymore. Just, oh. Yeah, sorry. Taken. Justin's <laughs> off the market, but, like, another, like, random celebrity. Okay. So moving on to the next little topic. So... 
Um, obviously, it's Bachelorette season, and anyone who listened to last, um, last, uh, our last season, but what we'd even do, we like have gone through. It's been a while since we've um, chatted, but. Um, basically, I'm going to give you a quick, quick, quick recap of the situation that I want to talk about. Sure. So. I know you haven't really been talking to me about it. I know. It. It's just, it's not as fulfilling to me as it once was. Huh. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> like, what's right with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I used to be so invested. Like, I really, my world stopped on Mondays and I couldn't even, like this Monday though, I didn't even watch it live. Like, I went to an event. In Beverly Hills. Like, you know, I went to the oh, rooftop wow. event. Even... I wasn't even live. Like, it was so weird. And I haven't even finished this episode. I'm sorry, guys. So I'm kind of giving you an abridged version. But basically, long story short, one yeah. of the guys gets to, like, the final four. Or the final five. Oh, they're already on the finals. Yeah, we're, like, in the finals Woo! right now. We're in that, that last. Um, that, I know, it does. Love, love happens fast in the world of The Bachelorette, Christina. Yes, it does. So we're in the last um, mile here. And, um... So one of the last guys standing used to date one of Becca, Becca's the Bachelorette, one of Becca's friends, Tia, that was from the old season of last season's Bachelor. Who was the Bachelor last season? Oh, my God. How am I forgetting who the Bachelor? Ari. Oh, my gosh. That's why I've, like, (laughs) emotionally blocked him from my world. Oh, my God. Ari is so hard. He was the worst. He was horrible. Like, worse than Nick Vile. Oh, God. The worst. But anyway, so, um, so yeah. In Tia was... They were both from Ari's season. Becca became the Bachelorette, obviously. Um, but Tia, one of the girls that was friends with Becca, that was a favorite to become the Bachelorette, she was dating Colton, who is in Becca's final five. Or final four. Final Wait, five. So Becca's the Bachelorette. Becca's right now. the Bachelorette. But is she the Before. one with the podcast? No, no, no. That's okay. Becca Tilly. Oh okay. my gosh. See, we're just we're doing real high level here. We're we're keeping it real high level. So okay. So basically, okay, no, um, basically though, they used to date, and then very early on in the season, Becca had um, had uh, what's her name, Tia, and they, they, she had her on a date with all the guys, mm-hmm. and she talked to Tia, and she was like, "Hey, is this weird for you? Like, are you sure it's okay?" And Tia said, "No, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it." But in this last episode, Tia like comes out of the woodworks Aww. and basically tells Becca, "It makes me sick to my stomach that he's here." So my question is, um, when is it okay to interfere with a friend's relationship? Ooh. And is it okay to interfere with a friend's relationship? That's like a penetrating. Tia did? That's a penetrating question. Honestly, it's, it's just my role, you know, yeah, to ask these burning questions. Yeah. I would say this is probably a scripted thing. No. <laughs> what? Do you think this is scripted? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that's so perfect. For okay. This is dramatic content. <laughs> okay, but what if it's not scripted? So, like, right, I don't really right, care right, about right, The Bachelorette, right. The Bachelor, right. but I'm talking yeah. real life, friends, like, friends. Friends relationship. So, maybe you start dating a friend's ex. Or you're dating a guy that your friend maybe, you know, dated very lightly and very casually, and then you guys start getting serious, and right. that's when the girl comes in and is like, this makes me very uncomfortable, like, we shared a lot of blah, 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 Like, right. what, is that right? Like, it, should she have said something earlier? 
I guess my gut reaction is that Becca did ask her before she mm-hmm. had him on the season, is that okay? Mm-hmm. And then Tia, you know, you discern it, pray about it, do whatever you need to do to figure out, okay, is this okay? really okay with me? If you say yes, he's fair game mm-hmm. for Becca. She, did, she didn't have to do that unless they're very close friends. It depends on what level of friendship there. Yeah. If they see each other once in a while, you don't have to ask. Mm-hmm. I It's going, you know, above and beyond. If you're actual friends, though, and I, I guess mm-hmm. I would say from the acquaintance where you occasionally talk, see mm-hmm. each other, talk on the phone, do one-on-one uh, dinners, you're friends. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So I would say from anywhere... So, yeah, if you're an acquaintance, so an acquaintance is someone that you see out, you only hang out with in groups. Right, maybe, maybe say you'll hi be invited here and to there. an event. You don't yeah. know really anything that intimate about them. Yeah, I, yeah. just even less than even that. Less. Okay. I wouldn't ask. Yeah. Just to be safe because yeah. it's. Yeah, it's like. I, yeah. I. But then once you get into the territory of, of acquaintance brunch, plus, you go to brunch okay. together. Yeah, right. Acquaintance plus to yeah. friend. Yeah, you need to ask, and that's why Becca. I don't know what level mm-hmm. of friendship they were, but she mm-hmm. did the right thing. Yeah, and Tia, you just have to give Suck it up it at up. that point. Yeah, because this is you already gave your blessing on it, and yeah. that's you're just going back on your word. If Colton <laughs> has a problem with this, then he Colton's should. Colton's also a virgin, by the way. Good. And he's been very open and out and outward about it. Very good. So nice? Very yeah. good. Yeah, but I don't know. Something's a little, little shady about him. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he's like a beautiful character. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I'm just I'm a girl's girl, and yeah. I always think that you know I don't know. I mean, ugh, there's just so many guys out there. I I feel weird. Like I don't right. think I've ever dated a guy that one of my friends has even like talked to. Right. You know what I mean in right. any capacity because I know that even if a girl says, "Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it," a lot of times it's not fine. If they had anything more than like. Uh, maybe like a first date or a second date because I've even had like remember Tasha set me up with a guy that she went on a first date with that she didn't like oh yeah so like I'm not against that she just was like I don't like him but I think you would really like him like he's amazing sure sure. Um, but then we we um, realized that he like blondes (laughs) I remember at the end of that date I was like wait you like blondes like I'm not blonde I mean that's such a shallow reason I was like in you know it was like 21 when this happened but but like that's different when it's set up by a friend but I don't know there's just something that rubs me the wrong way like if he was with one of my friends or even just someone that I well I guess an acquaintance is different I just wouldn't go there but if I did at the same time like if we really connected and it was I don't know. Definitely not a close, close friend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If yeah. you're wanting to keep this person in your life, yeah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But it's just oh, awkward. awkward. Even unless as the friend sets you up with him. Yeah. And yeah. It's different totally if the friend is on like board, on board. But or in another relationship. Right. Like if the friend is maybe in another relationship, so you know that there are no feelings left. But this was like a couple months. This was like a month ago. This was yeah. like two months ago. Huh. You know, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think that we've kind of figured it out. So if it's an acquaintance, it's it's fair game. It's totally fine. Right. But if it's acquaintance plus, mm-hmm. you definitely, A, you need to get the blessing, the stamp of approval from the friend, which Becca did. Right. Um, but even then... 
kind of know that your friendship probably will never be the same. Right. When you choose a guy over a friend in any capacity, I feel like, you know, right? It's just, it's so hard because you also want to be friends with people who are forthright and tell you the truth, not just... also women, you know. I know, but if it's going to be a problem for... I guess she didn't want it to sound like she was... Petty. Petty. But, so I could see her... I could definitely see her position, Mm -hmm. but I... I just think you really need to take time to figure it out if it's even bothering you a little and then yeah. tell your true feelings Yeah, and then let her decide what she wants to decide because yeah. you can't control what she does. I hear you. Praise. Okay, wonderful. And then um, our last little relationship report item. So Demi Lovato was spotted. Oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. You're about to be really upset, Christina. I'm really, really sorry. So Demi <laughs> oh. Lovato was spotted with G-Eazy at Warwick. You know the club Warwick? You know, in, in Hollywood. Yeah, Ugh, bless us. I feel it's like in West you've, Hollywood. You've been yeah. there. Oh, God. So G-Eazy <laughs> had been dating Hall. So G-Eazy, you know, he's, I don't really know. Honestly, I don't even know these people. But, like, right. G-Eazy was on Britney Spears's. You make me. I don't know that song. It's such a good song. It never got really the, um, it never got the praise that it really deserved, okay. you know. But anyway, so he was on that, and he's apparently really popular. But he's also known for being, like, a really big drug person. Him and Halsey, Halsey, whatever. They used to date. So anyway, so Demi Lovato was spotted with him at Warwick, a club that is in West Hollywood that is very we know very well. Um, and um, so yeah, they're known for doing a lot of drugs and not caring about it. But and Demi Lovato is she's kind of notoriously that in this like sober living lifestyle, like um, but she also just admitted on a new song that she fell off the bandwagon and broke her sobriety, which is really sad. Um, there's literally a called song, a, a song that she wrote or is singing, whatever, called Sober. So, mm-hmm. okay, taking this and putting it into real world, talker, toxic relationships and bad influences. Yeah. Does your partner's behavior influence yours? <sighs> so... Yes. You know, like, can Demi still be in this sober living if maybe she's dating a guy that does that stuff, but she's not doing it? Does it really matter? I would say 100% you are who you hang out with, Mm. and you will turn into what you hang out with. Mm. Unless he is on a conversion, has fell off a horse, and is singing Jesus, hallelujah. Or, you know, <laughs> just, yeah, went to rehab and right. is going to rehab and taking it. They're at Warwick. Right, it's not the exactly. The salacious <laughs> occurrences that are happening. Ugh. Yeah, it's so bad. I know. It's, it's really sad. It's just, yeah. that does not sound like a good thing, but I know yeah. she's kind of been in a weird place for a while. Yeah. Just from yeah. what I've, the songs I've heard her sing, I just have, she, I know she was brokenhearted for yeah. a while as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so, wonderful. Uh so, okay, I mean, I'm definitely a big believer that, you know, you. I completely agree. I think you are who you spend time with and you are who you, um, you know, hang out with. And we're just going to do a really quick pause because we just got to knock at the door. So just... And we're back. And that is the beauty of being working. We're at our office and we have one of our matchmakers um, just knocked on the door. Didn't realize we were recording. Um... But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I definitely think that you are who you who you date, definitely, and your partner will one hundred percent, you know, inc- like come on, of I course, know. 
like what are you doing you know this is this is ridiculous in my opinion stay away stay far away if you know if even a guy has that reputation Mm -hmm. where there's smoke there's fire so just be careful right unless he's had a major yeah 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 transition whatever okay great so now we're on to one of my favorite segments boy bye Boy bye. I haven't sang this in so long. <laughs> Tell him boy bye. So it's boy bye. You wanna wanna go for it, Christina? Yes, sure. As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. Every day we date coach men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. In boy bye, we debate different hot relationship trigger topics. Boy bye. Boy bye. Okay, first scenario. A guy you are dating is constantly texting one of his female friends. Dead. Boy, bye, or strike one. Alessandra, would you like to do the honors? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Honestly. Ooh. Boy, bye. <laughs> boy, bye. What, what are you earth? doing? What? What are you doing? That just makes me viscerally angry. Honestly, it really is a trigger for us. <laughs> This is something we very much agree on. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? I mean, I definitely think that there is male and female friendships can be had, for sure. I have really, I have male, I have male friends. Right, sure. You know, Jake yeah. is one of my male friends. Right. Who else? You know, I won't call them all I out. I have to call them all I'm out. I'm like, Jake, I... that's your... No, 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 I have male no, you friends. you have a bunch, we've talked oh, yeah, about we this. Yeah, I have a bunch of male friends. Yeah. But... Do I, if I'm in a relationship, I am not texting my male friends constantly. Exactly. That is disrespectful to the man that I'm with. Yeah. I just don't do that. Yeah. I just do not reach out to my male friends. Right. Um, I think it's inappropriate and it's definitely, you know, the thing is also if you are remotely appealing in any way as a woman and as a man, like I just think that it's just not appropriate. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? If this is someone who, you know, <laughs> is, you know. Everyone's beautiful, Alessandra. <laughs> That's so No, mean. I know. But, like, at the same time. Everyone has beauty. Has inner just, beauty. You know, if you're yeah. an attractive, yeah, yeah, yeah. generally attractive person. Or even, like, not even generally attractive. <laughs> just, like, if you're, like, passable. Because the thing is, men, well... This is so un-PC. So non-PC. It's true, though. Men will really... I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's true. I mean, I think that we've learned that, you know, this is... Men are not attracted to every woman. So that's this is the thing. Here's the thing. Men are not attracted to every single woman, of course. Just like I'm not attracted to every man that I meet. Right. And you're not attracted to every man that you meet. But at the same time, it puts a... It's just so inappropriate, yeah. to, in my opinion, if you're texting them all the time. Maybe before you begin a relationship, if, you know, y- your guy has, like, a girlfriend that he does text, right. you that's fine. But once you enter into a relationship... Things need to change. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't change, say boy bye. Mm. You know, like maybe give, give him a strike one right. for talk one talk. It. Talk to him about yeah, it. Do yeah, do one talk. But if you're looking over his shoulder and messages are popping up constantly from some bitty, you know, not happening. No. Boy bye. Christina? I, I, I agree with you, Alessandra. I would say, but it's more of a, I guess, a strike one situation because yeah. as we mentioned, give. Talk give to him, him about it. Give him grace. Some guys are just 
clueless. Most guys, well, I mean, a lot of guys are I'm sorry, not in, not in a way that that you don't know anything, but just about certain relationship for women, their taboos, that most women would consider that a huge taboo Mm -hmm. and a red flag, but a man might not see it that way, and he says, no, I see her as my sister. I don't see anything. She's my sister! (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Sorry, that's... Kind of oh, I see. Father. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's, I think we handled that pretty well. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> okay, the next scenario, last scenario. A guy who you are dating is rude to the waiter slash waitstaff. Boy, bye, or strike one. Why don't you go for it, Christina? Okay, sure. I do think that the way people treat especially the people who are serving them, does say a lot about the person's character. And just an example for anyone who's read Pride and Prejudice, Mm. you know that one of the reasons why Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth falls for Mr. Darcy is when she does a tour of his house, she, this is before they're in love and Mm -hmm. acknowledge their feelings, but it's kind of like old big houses in those days you could go on tours. Mm -hmm. And it's just that was part of going to the country and then seeing this grand house. Yeah, it's kind of like what people do to my my abode. (laughs) There's a bit of a tour process. (laughs) That's so funny. But yes, she went with her cousins to the house and Mm -hmm. the waits, his his, uh, wait staff basically Mm -hmm. was speaking extremely highly of Mm. his character and how kind he was to them. Mm. And Elizabeth that really touched her heart yeah. and showed really his his good his good character. Yeah. 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 I mean definitely I think that this is a so what would you say boy bye or strike one boy bye if they're rude? I, I would talk to him about it if it doesn't improve. Whew, that's not good. Yeah. So I mean I'm I definitely think that you know um you would think I would say boy bye like explicitly, but I've experienced. So I once dated a guy who was from a different culture, right. and I won't say what culture it was, but um, in his culture, it just was the way that he spoke that just it was more brash. So mm. what I perceived and what it was rude. He was mm. rude to a waiter and to the wait staff. Um, and it was really appalling to me. Mm. Um, and I was like, I had to literally set him down and be like, your behavior is inappropriate. Like, this is not okay. You cannot be rude to a waiter or a waitress. Hmm. And, but after I talked to him about it, I was like, you can't do this in the U.S. Maybe in your country that was acceptable. This is not okay here. And he's like, oh, well, what if he's that? But then he, like, took it, and then he rolled with it, and then I didn't experience that in the future. Are we, you know, is he my boyfriend now? Absolutely not. Right, Um, right. Because I did see it come out in different areas of his life. Um, so, but what I would say is, if this is someone from a different culture, you may have to express to them, hey, this is not something that is acceptable in the U.S. Right. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter. In fact, you should, you know, even more, you know, tip them even more generously because you're coming from that place of, you know, being able to do that and, you know, treating them kindly. 
So, yeah. Right. I mean, that's what I would say. Just if a woman is struggling with this and it's like, oh my gosh, well, the guy that I'm dating was rude, just have a stern talking to him and be like, this is yeah. unacceptable. I can't be with someone like this. Sure. So if you want to make that change, yes, let's do that. So, you know, he may just need to have a little more self-awareness um, yeah. in that respect. And men want to be with a woman who inspires them to be a greater mm-hmm. man. And mm-hmm. even if you see Justin Bieber's choice of who he, he chose the mm-hmm. woman who was helping him to grow in a positive way. Exactly. That's, That's true. And just a small example of this, but they yeah. want to be challenged to be a better person. Such and a great role model that, that beebs. <laughs> <laughs> and same thing, the same thing goes, you know, women yeah. should be treat the way staff in, in, in a wonderful way Oh my gosh, well. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. deserves that dignity, human dignity and Definitely. respect. I mean, the same goes with a man. If you're with a woman who right. is rude to wait staff, you can be like, hey, listen, like yeah. this is not acceptable. That's exactly. not the way we treat people here. That's not the way I treat people if you want to be with me, you need to change this. This mm-hmm. is not okay. But I do think it does say a little bit something. Even if you, like, the fact that you had to say something in the first place may be a predictor of, you know, maybe foreshadowing, you know, when someone isn't on their best behavior with you, how you're going to be treated in that, in a scenario mm-hmm. when they're not being all, you know, on their best you know, trying to portray their best selves because they feel like they're, you know what I mean? Like oh, someone who's helping you, you know, whatever. Anyway, right. okay, great. It's so, true, and an entitled attitude ugh, is never one a good no. one to be in a relationship no. or I, work with yeah. or anything. I mean, I always say you need to have a healthy sense of entitlement, not a monstrous sense of entitlement because I think that in order to get anywhere in life, you need to have a healthy sense of entitlement, but not as not in the way of you know, not entitled. That not the definition rude. that most people think about. Yeah, like entitled. Yeah, and more of confidence. Know, I, exactly. I'm. A, I'm. I want to do these things. Mm-hmm. I. I deserve to be treated with respect. That's entitlement that you're talking about. Yeah, you know what you're bringing to the table. Right. Not being rude and not. lambasting people who are below you or perceived to be below you. Right. Because honey, he could kill you, and in in in, in a one moment, he could slip something in that in that drink that you're having, and it's it's coffin time so um <laughs> um okay great so let moving on to our um next segment mansers okay great so even though you may think that mostly women listen to our podcast we actually have a ton of male listeners we want to, to make sure that their voices were heard so we are going to discuss a topic that men have brought forth to our attention this week brought forth Yes. I added that word, Okay, I guess. I guess that was Christina's Oxford educated. <laughs> so sometimes us peasants can't, can't keep up. <sighs> Great. So here's a question from our network. Hey, Christina, I'm a busy guy and have little time to go out. The girl I want to be with doesn't go to bars. I've tried apps and I'm seriously fed up. A lot of women who I meet look totally different than their photos. I do have very high standards for my future wife and don't want don't find a lot of women attractive. Is there a way that I can tell if a woman is editing her photos? And then this is by hashtag wanted. I just know what to say. I think Alessandra likes who this is by hashtag wanted natural beauty. Oh my gosh. I just, I just. This honest, okay. So like the first half of this question, like sorry to the male listener, hey. Um, first half of your question, totally legit. Like, I completely, oh, yeah, the bars, it's a rough scene. You can totally understand being out and, you know, not fit. And the apps are really rough as well. But 
Okay, so I do have very high standards for my future wife and don't find a lot of women attractive. Hmm. So let's let's take a look at that a little yeah, bit deeper. Yeah. So you're not finding a lot of women attractive. Right. Um, so here's the thing. My kind of bratty, the, the brat and the, you know, the, the, the id and the feminist inside of me wants to be like, oh, you don't find a lot of women attractive. Maybe, are, are you gay? You gay, honey? You have an, you are, do you maybe like men? But then the other part of me is saying, listen, is saying, okay, you know, I get it because men are bombarded with images on Instagram, on Facebook, right. on all of the, on, in, not even magazines, no one reads magazines, but like driving everywhere, anywhere. driving, television, all of the stuff yeah. of women who look perfect. Movies. Movies, like these are Hollywood actresses that literally eat a fig every single day. <laughs> They're on the prune cleanse, and they eat a fig. They don't eat. Like I'm, we're here to tell you, they don't. They do not eat. They have all of the money in the world to do all the plastic surgery, all of the fillers, all of the Botox, all of everything. And then you have also these Instagram women who are not even celebrities, but they have the editing apps yeah. where you can literally make yourself look like a totally different person. Yeah. So is it even so? Like yes, the first like my my instant thing my instant reaction is to say oh my gosh you are disgusting how dare you say that about women da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. but then the other part of me is like well of course he's saying about that about women because even the normal women are you know editing themselves to right. look like these barbie dolls right. so um so first of all i would say to this guy listening delete your social media yeah. You yeah, need a, a social media cleanse. cleanse. Mm -hmm. Get off of Instagram. Yeah. Stop watching porn and yeah, get off that's Instagram. True. That's another huge because issue. Because porn is also yeah. horrendous. Yeah. These are these are eighteen year old women who yeah. come to LA not even looking for, not even a lot of them you know. coming to LA looking for stardom and they're lured in by this thing. It's they, hard to it's, to reach the top. Yeah, so yeah, you, you got it. Make money. some money while you're while you're working your way there, yeah. and um and you know so in this this is I even oh my gosh little story about porn. Sorry, yeah. I hate yeah. this story, but I once went on a date with a guy. I did not date him. I oh, went yeah. on a single date with a guy mm -hmm. who, one of the reasons I did not continue to date him, yeah. was that he told me that he used to work in the porn industry, in marketing for the porn industry. And his job was to literally go through the tape and, like, pick out the, like, the, um, the, what is it? The, um, the wrongs. What is it? The pick out. The, oh, the, the imperfections. Imperfections. Mm -hmm. Pick out the imperfections of the women and, like, edit them. Okay, so so you need to understand that what you're seeing in these videos, what you're seeing on Instagram, what you're seeing, this is not reality. I also want to give you an example. I was a matchmaker for MTV's fabulous new oh, yes. show. Well, not new show. It's been going on forever. But MTV's, new, um, MTV's show, Are You the One? And I did season seven and season eight, and this was, like, a month ago. So... During the process, we got photos of, we got, oh my God, we got so much information. I, oh, it's such an amazing process. But I got, like, I'll just tell you this little snippet. I got photos of all the women that were coming in. And I looked at the photos. I'm like, oh my gosh, these girls are stunning. Like, wow. I was like, oh my God. One of them, I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so, she's like goals. She's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. And literally one after the other, after the other came in. And I looked at the photo. I looked at the girl. I was like, Girl, this not this this ain't you, honey. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. This is not you. And they're not, it's not that they're not pretty. They're still very pretty. Right. It's just, they they look nothing like their photos. Mm-hmm. So even on that level, you know, like I've experienced this. So I can, I'm here to tell you. So I would say do a social media cleanse because yeah. listen, it's not the women. And yeah, well, it is the women because they're editing and everything, but it's you and you got it. You have to self boundary, like self, yeah. um, what is it? Self, uh, uh, like self-regulate you have to self-regulate yourself because you will otherwise you'll become a monster right, you know and right. you'll end up you know you'll never be satisfied because what you want does not exist in the world mm-hmm. so I would even say like don't even yeah okay look at a girl's photo if you're using the apps and really take it with such a grain of salt and be like okay she probably doesn't look like this but like generally she looks like a nice girl she's got a good job you know we've had nice conversation let me meet her do not put emphasis on the photos you have to self-regulate wow I feel like I just gave like the declaration of independence (laughs) this was the Gettysburg address oh my gosh I just got so heated I'm like warm I love it thank god I'm in a jumper today okay well I think that brings us to our end segment. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> Let's just leave it. I can't top that. <laughs> oh, Which is catching up with the Contis and big events that have happened while we were on break. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is our final segment, guys. So this is, yeah, we're just going to talk about, like, Christina, what have you been up to since we... Um, since our massive break, since our hiatus yes. and brand rebrand. Yes. Well, I had my one year anniversary a few months ago oh. and our anniversary photo shoot, which you were involved in. I was stage momming it up. <laughs> yes. Stage sistering it. <laughs> and then I've been in two weddings and been on podcasts and speaking engagements. And they were really, really fun just to be able to meet with incredible minds and talk to people who really care about dating the right way. And then every week we've, oh yeah, basically every week we've been hiring someone new at this, <laughs> in, at Matchmakers in the City. Yeah. If you need <laughs> so a job, been, we probably have one open. We are hiring so aggressively right now. <laughs> well, I think we've kind yeah. of hired what, who we needed to, and yeah. um, but we've been working a lot, so that's definitely been taking up a lot of my time. I haven't really been traveling that often, maybe weekend trips, but. Yeah, you did San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, Little definitely, you've been holding down the fort, because <laughs> I've been gone a lot, and Christina has been the backbone of Matchmakers in the City. Um, no, but yeah, you've been doing such an amazing job, Christina, and really just overseeing everything, so for that, I thank you. For that, I salute you. Um, so, what about me? Yes. Do you want to know and what I've been yes, up to? Yes, of course. Is, and do you're you next. care about what I've been up to? Mm-hmm. So, um, well, it's been a wild ha- year or however long. We've been a couple months, I guess. I don't know, really. Um, but since we last spoke, I went to London. Um, and I initially was going to go with one of my girlfriends. She invited me to a royal ball, casual. The royal winter ball. Um, which was amazing. And I literally had the most incredible dress and please go to my Instagram and you will see um, at matchmaker Alessandra Conti and you can take a look at the most stunning dress that you will ever lay your eyes on I said yes to the dress and it was totally sequined it was absolutely amazing Um, so that was unbelievable and then during my London trip I also casually 
filmed a reality show. Um, it was called The Royal Matchmaker, and it was originally for Bravo. Unfortunately, it didn't get picked up. Whatever. Um, it was so much fun to, to film, though. And I filmed with Ollie, who is in um, the show Made in Chelsea, and he's really, really popular in London. Um, and he's such an amazing person. And we did this little, like, sizzle for, like, episode thing for the for the show where we were matchmaking royalty. So we matchmade a lord. Um, he was amazing. It was just such a fun time. And it was such an iconic moment. Um, but, yeah, so I did that. That was such a highlight. And then I went to, oh, my gosh, I went to Morocco, which was amazing. Um, and then I've just been um, traveling basically every month, every other month to New York City and D.C., and I talked about this a little before, but I'm a new ma- I'm a new matchmaker for Are You the One season seven and season eight, and they just released the cast for season seven. So I felt like my little babies were finally like I just can't wait to watch wow. it. Do they because choose the people who you can I say? Yeah, they, yeah. They, I mean, selected? yeah, of course. So wow. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know these people. That's I feel great. like I know these people so well because we spend so much like. The, we spend it's the process is unbelievable mm. so I feel so invested with these people I feel like I know them inside and out and I know who like I know who their matches are and it's mm-hmm. just I feel I can't wait to see if they figure it out so I'd love to yeah. hear your thoughts so if you guys have any thoughts about who you think I know you only have such minimal information right now but let me know who you think are the matches and obviously I can never say anything but I would just love to see what you guys think about it um, so yeah, there is that. Um, and then, yeah, we, we, I'm, I'm just, we're so excited to be back, guys. Exactly. And just if you would like to follow us, you can go to our website, www.matchmakersinthecity.com, and that has all of our social media handles, our Twitter, our Instagram. And you can also, obviously, you know, we're, we are matchmakers, first and foremost. Me and Christina do mainly celebrity matchmaking, but... Um, we have a we whole have staff of other matchmakers. A whole staff of matchmakers who are literally amazing women. They're therapists. We have a therapist. We have um, a, a NYU master's grad. We have a behavioral analysis. Like, we have these amazing women um, who are just fantastic matchmakers. Um, so definitely, if you are in that place and you are in a financial place where you can work with a matchmaker, um, this is it's a really awesome way of finding your person. And we just have been I mean we, we've been we've had so many success this is insane we're it's in year true. seven and we just th- it's been unbelievable so we're just so grateful um to the people we are working with um so anyway thanks for listening guys and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and um feel free to also email us any um Mansur questions or um, sisterly advice questions right. to Nina, who's our amazing assistant. It's Nina at n i n a at matchmakersinthecity.com. and sh- and you can or you can send it to us via Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Okay, guys, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.